Kia ora koutou katoa, no mai haramai ki inside netball ko Ravinda Hunia Toku Ingoa. Fast Five Netball is back here in New Zealand and we are going to be breaking it all down for you today. Six of the world's top nations will be competing in Christchurch this weekend. Here to talk with me about it today, former Fast Five Captain Storm Purvis and of course Jenny Woods. Kia ora korua. Kia ora. Now look Storm, I'm interested to pick your brain a little bit, a little walk down memory lane when it comes to Fast Five Netball. Does it have a special little place for you in your netballing career? It definitely, definitely does. Um, the first thing that kind of stands out or springs to mind in any of my netball memories was our 2016 Fast Five team. Um, that was the first year I was in the Ferns, we had a massive year with AMZ, Ferns camps, it just felt huge. And Fast Five, as it still is, is like this thing at the end of the year we can kind of let your hair out, play, uh, have fun, play some netball with your best mates and not worry about it too much. And we went over to Melbourne when it was the three years in a row that it was in Melbourne um, that year, just wanting to send the air out with a laugh. And we absolutely smoked Australia in the final. <laughs> I think we kept um, them scoreless in their power play back when it was, you know, you picked a quarter that was going to be your power play. Mm. So that was huge. I think we won like 42 to 16 or something and we had lost to Australia uh, during pool play during the weekend and so to come out and, and win the way we did um, and just have so much fun doing it. You know Maria uh, Falau was still on the side then we had Jamie Hume, Maya Wilson, Tapia Selby Rickett, Gina Crampton like you know four of my best friends out there on court. It's just so much fun, so much fun. So I'd love to still be playing. Well, so much fun to commentate too, yeah. because I went across to those games and I was um, with Sherelle McMahon and all those, you know, big names of Australian netball. And I thought, oh, and when you guys did what you did, I just thought, you know, this is fantastic. It was, it was tremendous. But I do think that the New Zealand organisation um, is better. I think we, we get the music right. We yeah. get... You know, everyone from Invercargill comes for a start. I'm sure they'll all be there this weekend. But easier um, in Christchurch yes. and Spark. Yeah. <laughs> but there's just the vibe, is, it, it's, and it's yes, it's just infectious. Well, we haven't had a Fast Five tournament since 2018, is it? Mm -hmm. That mm. seems like impossible. I can't believe it's been that long ago. When you when you do think back to your days on the court, uh, Storm, is there anything that stands out for you in terms of a, a solid memory that you're like, ah? Oh, yeah, I still think about that. Honestly, yeah, keeping Australia scoreless in, <laughs> in, in their power play quarter because they were just so confident. Um, but it wasn't just that. Like, Who I had, was in that Australian side, by the way? Oh, gosh. Kate Maloney was captain. Susan Pettit. Yes, that's uh, right. It was too. Gretel Tippett, who was actually great. Um, oh, gosh. Do you, can you remember? No, was I mean, it, all, all my years, years of Melbourne. Yeah. I think. Maybe, Flates maybe. was in the team. Yeah. And um, not Steph Wood, the other... Um, Redhead. Philip, oh my Teague, gosh, terrible. Teague, yes. Teague yes. and Phillips. Yes. Ah, Teague yeah, Phillips. Yeah, yeah. Who was a handy little shooter. In yes. Um, but it was just, I don't know, we had a really cool culture. We had a theme around sort of, um, uh, it was almost like Māori Warriors or mm. um, Wahine Tō and we really bought into that. Um, and being in Melbourne, there just felt like there were so many Kiwis in the crowd. I had my family in the crowd, my Australian cousin, uh, Australian cousins in the crowd. Don't know who they were going for, but <laughs> sure Coached them. by, who was coaching you? Lily mm. Wills. Ah, yes, um, of course. Was our head coach and Mary Jane Aranoa, I'm pretty sure. Although 2017, I was still in the team the following year and we did very badly that year. Mm. And so... 
players and, and coaches may get a little bit muddled there. Sorry, my memory's mm. not good. It was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be forgiven. Yes. Um, but it is just, it's just so much fun. Like there's no other word that comes to mind more than mm. fun when it comes to Fast Five. There was a lot of concern before it started, wasn't it? About, oh, are we, you know, are people, we trying to make this more like basketball? Mm. Is, it, is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? And I don't think really any of those fears came to pass mm. because I've, um, well, it's just, it's been missed. I mean, it really has been missed. And I think they didn't do it in 2019 because I think, well, one theory I heard was that the logic is that most people who would save up to go to wherever the Fast Five is would be doing that to go to the World Cup. Right. And so, you know, you haven't got enough money to do all that. But, and of course, then there was COVID. Mm. And, and so, you know, when this announcement came that it was coming back, and I think it's the next... Six years. Six, because they were doing it in sort of three-year chunks. That's right. I mean, I, no one really came forward after Melbourne, mm. is kind of what I remember. That's right. So, yeah. Oh, so they're doing six I, years? Well, my five. understanding is it's three here and three in oh, Australia. Brilliant. I may have made that next bit up. Certainly it's three years here. <laughs> Great, yeah. Well, how important is the Fast Five tournament? We don't take any internationals lightly. But we also know that in the Fast Five tournaments, we see a lot of players that we don't usually see on the international stage, either them emerging or maybe dropped out of the top squads, you know, trying to make a stamp for themselves in the Fast Five. How imperative is it when we know everything that's coming up next year for players to perform well at Fast Five? I don't know, I kind of have arguments with myself mm. and my head around this, especially these days. I mean, when it was first created back in the day, you'd take, everyone took their top sides. You know, like it was your starting seven would usually be similar to your starting five um, for your country. Whereas over the last sort of three or four years, that hasn't really been the case or three or four series, I should say. Um, so it's I think New Zealand in particular still use it as a way and actually looking at a few of the other teams, they're using it using it as a way to give young players international experience mm. in a less intense environment. Um, but for players maybe that are trying to work their way back into sport, <coughs> I'm not so sure that this, they can really say this is an opportunity for them just because mm. the game is so different. Um, I would more treat it as a way just to go out there and, and fall back in love with netball maybe and just and focus on having fun and let that kind of spill over into your ANZ season or whatever else you're doing to try and get back in there. I'm not sure if you have an outstanding Fast Five tournament that they're going to be like, wow, we've got to put it back in the ferns. I, I don't think. Well, I wonder though, I wonder if you ask Tiana Maturo or Sam Winders mm how they feel about this you know being in this squad because i'm sure that well for a start you just want to you want to be seen don't you you, you want to get back in the in front of the selector's eyes um particularly perhaps maturo uh, i think another georgia heffernan's another one alia dunn is another one who's they're all in this new zealand team and you know look we were talking about australia before and i remember back to the beginning of um fast five when it was what 2012 or so and I mean, I remember Australia sort of were a bit snooty about it. I mean, they didn't take it particularly seriously. They didn't really even send any of their top-notch players. But as it got on, they thought, oh, okay, yes, I think we do care about this. But then, you know, interestingly enough, in this year's lineups, um, you know, I looked at the England lineup. There's not a name I recognise. Yeah, exactly. So that they're taking another totally different approach. Mm. Well, let's take a look at that a little bit more in depth. We've brought up the New Zealand team and you've mentioned a few players. Other players in that mix, Taylor Earle, Kimi Poi off of Silver Ferns, Christiana Manua, who I know a lot of people are excited to see in defence, Kate Burley, she's had a good um, spell with the steel, Ali Timu's back uh, from Silver Ferns duty and Phil Devoy is also in the mix. 
as well. How, how do we, what do we think about that in terms of combinations? Because there's some pretty fiery players in that lineup. Well, the combination that stands out straight away for me is Dunn and Matoro. Mm. It's going to be great to see them out there. Um, Dunn has played Fast Five before. She was fantastic in the last, what well, must have been 2018, was it? Yeah. In that last mm. series, probably our best long-range shooter. Um, for me, Georgia Heffernan is going to be someone to keep an eye on because when she's got her eye in, we've seen it from time to time with the steel, even the NZA side, that she is able to shoot from distance. And if, if she's got her eye in from the get-go, she's a player that could be a bit of a weapon for us in that two and three-point shot um, distance. So I'm, I'm excited about the shooters. Phil DeVille is another one who's not afraid to put the shot up. So mm. we've got shooters in there that if they can get their eye in, they've got the confidence at least to go to the post. The defence is exciting. Kate Burley, I love watching her play. I think Fast Five will absolutely suit her. Mm. She'll go out flying. She'll jump when the ball's being thrown from, you know, down the other end of the court. Um, she will have a ball out there. So both ends I'm excited about. And of course, we've got speedy, 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 speedy middies. Sam Winders has played a lot of Fast Five. She was mm. in that 2016 uh, 16 team that I remember so fondly. And she was great. Um, and you're right, Jen, she's someone who I think, what I was saying before about just falling back in love with the game and, and just having a chance to go out there and have some fun, I think that should be her approach heading into this. And I wonder if that is what she's doing. You know, for the ANZ, she's moving down to the steel. You know, what a, you know, that's a huge move after so long, well, her whole career with the, um, with the magic. But the, the ones that I'm interested in, are, well, interested in all of those, but also in Australia, like a couple of their players, um, Sophie Garbin and Sophie Dwyer. And I'm thinking, see now Garbin to me was almost the, you know, the star really of that Constellation Cup, along with Joe Weston. Uh, she just came in and dealt to us really in that, in that shooting circle. Um, also, you know, Kelsey Brown, Tilly McDonnell is another one. She's a young player, plays for the Giants. Um, I think she and Christiana Manua might have, you know, mm. interesting things to say to each Karen other. Sophie Dwyer almost definitely will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's I. There's lots to look forward to there. And the other thing that I've been interested in with the Australians, of course, is their what have they had now? Three, four, five years of the super yes. shot. Mm. You know, yes. Two points. They should have that down pat. They, you know, and now of course that the power play has changed to just the last. 90 seconds of each quarter mm. so and I guess there'll be a nice hooter or yeah. you know, something <laughs> yeah. somebody ringing a bell um, so you know and that's what they can go to town on all that sort of stuff that people mm. can can get into so yeah. it'll, be, it'll be good the Australian shooters do look good I'm a bit well, nervous yeah, about I've their shooting you know Georgie Horges who um, Thunderbirds I think yes. she's fantastic and she's proven to be that real impact player for when they do have their last five minutes of super mm -hmm. shots in Suncorp so they're going to know like this change of rules with the last 90 seconds that changes your approach to the game as well because it's not just one quarter you're focusing on where you know your game plan is going to change for six minutes it's now every last 90 seconds of the quarter where you just have to adapt really quickly and Jean Australia you're right they have that um, advantage I guess having played that way in Suncorp for the last few years. Yeah. It's absolutely their format, isn't it? Just a condensed version of... So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how they do it, don't they? Because I think I'm right. You've got to go to do your substitutions. You're all you're out there, the five of you. And you've got to run off. You can run off any time, yeah. but you've got to go through the box. Through a box and tag and a player tag. before they can come on. Yeah, yes, so that could be quite congested if you're... Well, it depends how you've got When you're there, approaching that last 90 seconds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, gosh, the umpires will have to have their wits about them. But you know, it's um, there, there is just so, uh, lots of little facets to this game, and you know, the use it rule, mm. where you've got to 
keep going in one direction. I love the use it, Rob. Yes. Well, remember then they didn't have it, and yeah. teams would be just dicking Throwing around. Throwing the ball around. <laughs> yeah. Who was the master of doing that? Was Malawi. Yeah. They, and yeah, they I play remember. in their seven-a-side netball. They do the same yes, thing, to do. be honest. They just keep the ball <laughs> yeah. and go side to side. And it used to be so frustrating because it would be your power play, and um, they just wouldn't for the ball so the use it rule was great most of the time sometimes frustrating because you'd be yelling at an umpire like come on yell it yell it out because mm. it's obviously subjective um so the umpires they haven't umpired fast five in a while either so it's going to take them a while to get back that's into true. the groove of it yeah. maybe that's a reason why they've brought in that 90 second at the end of the quarters type yeah, situation maybe. but looking at it it definitely does fit australia's um style of play as soon as you said georgie hodges my ears went boop yeah. because she is yeah. Not to be messed with, um, I have really admired watching her in the Thunderbirds and what she, she was able to do, her and Lenise Potgita, that combination, I thought they were yeah. sublime. Let's take a little bit more of a look at uh, Australia because as we know, they're in a test series against England at the moment. So, but looking at the side, they seem to still be, you know, in pretty good um, strength in terms of their lineup. Um, I thought Garbin was an interesting selection because I don't see her as a long range shooter so I was thinking is she there for the rebounds or does she have the secret long shot skill that we may have not seen yet sometimes <laughs> um a good game plan and it's it's the same in traditional netball is to send it into your goal shoot who's the target under the post and then play it out mm. to a shooter who's prepared to shoot it from range and that can be really hard to defend because you're like oh do I defend the big bird under the post here or do I just worry about keeping everyone else away so that's not a bad game plan I guess having someone like Garbin and we know she's a fantastic rebounder um but I she's probably she the only one who's in the side from the English series at the moment? Uh, it, Dwyer. Yeah. Oh, and Dwyer, yeah. yes, sorry, yeah. yes. But, I mean, Garbin probably, prior to the Con Cup, was not really expected to be the <laughs> mainstay superstar goal shoot that she's kind of been for a while, and she's probably going to be exhausted getting mm. into Fast Five. And it's tough. Fast Five is really, really tough. It's shorter, yes, but it's faster and there's less of you on court, so you have to do more work all the time. Um, I'd be interested to see how much she is actually used. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, there's so much that's interesting. I was looking before at uh, Kelsey Brown and mm. I was reading some notes about the comparison between um, Kelsey Brown and Peta Toyava, mm. how they're very similar players, lots of change of directions, mm. quite short, low to the ground. Uh, and I thought that's interesting comparison. Also, I noticed um, Tara Hinchliffe, who now, well, she was in Firebirds for years. That's and right. She's now, I think, gone to the Lightning to join up with her identical twin, and I thought, wow, that's nice. She can have a little bit of a chat to Georgia Heffernan about, <laughs> you know, what's it like. And she will recombine with Kim Jenner. And I really enjoyed their um, combination when it first came on the scene at the Firebirds. I thought they were young and fun. And it's great to see Kim, Jim, Kim Jenner have another shot because she kind of made that Australian squad and has found herself on the outer as well. So, yeah, I just hope they both reunite and have some yeah. fun. They're a fun defensive partnership to watch. Yeah. Scared, not scared, Australia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on that front, uh, talking about the Australian-England series, let's look at Team England, who, when we looked at the paper, went... Who the heck are these yes, girls? Yes, you tell me. You know, Who you know, are they? <laughs> and, you know, you get it because they're in the middle of a series. But then I saw, you know, a couple of the Australians coming over. I would have suspected, with the English team being right over the Tasman, that perhaps some of those players would come over. Apparently not. Mm. Uh, what, do, what do we make of, um, and you did mention it before, that it's an absolutely new look team and perhaps it's just that cultivation of new talent. 
Yeah, I, yeah, my brain is like, say something. Um, because I look at, they're just names to me. I don't yeah. really know anything about them. I did read somewhere that they're quite um, mid-court heavy, something like four centres, which is interesting. I wonder if they're trying to mould some new goal attacks because mm. there's not a whole lot of um, goal attacks in England netball in, in depth at the moment. Um, and we've seen the same England 12 or I guess 15 players kind of rotated for what feels like oh, forever ever, now. Yeah. So I'm excited to see some of these new faces and that's pretty much all I can say. Yeah, <laughs> and I will go along a similar line actually Storm. I mean I think that England have been copping a bit of flack. They've, they've lost the series to Australia uh, and you know a little bit of chit chat about you know how long do we keep playing these players. Mm. I mean I think um, you know, Ebony Beckford Chambers and Stacey Francis Bayman, they, they've gone and they've moved on. But there was some <clears throat> discussion that perhaps they should have gone earlier. Uh, jo Harton, a bit of chat about her. Why was she even there? I mean, I think to be fair to Jo, no one is suggesting she's finished, but yeah. she's certainly carrying an injury. Yeah. Uh, Beth Cobden didn't even, you know, take the court, has been sent back to England. And I think a few people were saying, surely there are other players that, you know, we we could have been we as in the English could have been using. Well, here they all come because they're coming to the fast five. So you know, um, look, good luck to them. Mm. But uh, yes, it'll be a tough work for the commentators. Working <laughs> <with them. laughs> exactly. Those are usually probably one of the teams you don't have to worry about, that's right? right. <laughs> I know these people. How rude! This time. Yes. <laughs> this is only five of them. Yeah, it's the rolling subs you have to worry about. Yeah, um, but on that note, when you talk about you know their version of their fossils going out, um, it's an exciting time for England netball, especially with a World Cup around the corner. Um, talking about that Aussie England series again, they've got a new goalkeeper in their mix who has been keeping Jeeva Mentor on the bench for Doju. We've been talking about her. She's had some fantastic. Um, deflections and gains and things. So that's exciting to see. Um, Eleanor Caldwell, who we were talking about um, off camera as well, another bright spark for England. So it's actually nice to see the guard being passed. Well, it's, not, it's not surprising that they have depth. Right? Mm. I mean, they're a massive country. Yeah. We know they put a lot of um, funding into netball. It's a huge sport over there. So it is exciting to see these new players come out and, and perform really well. Fran Williams, who's been in and around the English side mm. for a while now in goal defence. Um, I thought she was fantastic in that first game. Um, and it just, they're kind of playing like, they're just so excited to be out there and they want to go, look at me, look at me, I can do this, I can do that, I'm fresh, I'm new, I'm young. And that's exciting to see. Yeah, yeah I still think there'll be a degree of disappointment over what happened at the Commonwealth Games. I mean, I still can't believe that they ended up where they did. Mm. Um, so, you know, I guess a lot of pressure on Jess Thilby. I mean, she's not involved in this Fast Five, but there will be a lot of pressure on her, of course, Quad Series in January, looking ahead again to the World Cup. But, mm. um, yeah, I, I, I think, the, you know, you mentioned Fidoju. I think people in Birmingham were talking to me about, you know, you've got to see this kid. She's fantastic. And, yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. Exciting mm. player of the future. Let's quickly now take a look at the rest. Um, a team that I'm very excited to, um, to see at this competition is Uganda. It's their first Fast Five tournament. They've been doing, you know, slowly building over the years and uh, proving their worth on the netball court. We would traditionally, of course, off camera we did say, see Malawi uh, in this space, not to be this year, but Uganda with Proscovia Peace in the mix as well. How cool is it to see Uganda there for the first time? Oh, it'll be great to see them... I'll see their spin, I guess, on Fast Five Netball. Mm. I wonder if they've played any 
class five locally or whether they're, you know, what they're doing behind the scenes to get themselves ready to play it because it is different. Um, and a lot of these nations, you know, New Zealand in particular, have had what they've won seven of the past however many it's been. And they've had a lot of time to develop game plans and understand yeah. how it works. And you can say that about most of the nations. Um, for Uganda, they're coming in and they're just, yeah, going to show us what they've got. I haven't seen Proskovia put up the long shot mm. um, before. I don't, maybe she has, I'm not sure. And I don't know many of the other players, um, but it's cool to see a new style of netball. And if they bring this sort of African flair in and, and what that looks like, I'm hoping they put on a real show. And I'm sure they will, because I think essentially looking at the side, they're virtually, because um, whatever you had at the Commonwealth Games and they've just dropped a few off. So mm. th these players, um, I think they almost sort of play a form of fast five anyway in their traditional form of netball. And I tell you what, the one, the shooter to watch, yes, Priscovia piece, but more so Mary Cholock. Now she's even taller. Um, she's, I think, over two metres. And she was just a star in, in Birmingham. And I mean, the one thing that was interesting about Uganda was that I, from memory, they were the one, oh, Jamaica also, obviously, um, you know, they improved their ranking. They, mm. they went up. And that's hence why they're here, because I think they're, yeah, they must have nudged Malawi out of that sixth spot. But, you know, and, and you know, if I could digress, you know, part of me thinks Malawi should be there because I think Jamaica should have been kicked out. You know, if, if you can't um, see through your responsibilities to a, test na a fellow test nation uh, and come down for a test series in New Zealand, I don't think you should be coming. And I know it's world netball as opposed to netball New Zealand, but um, as far as I can see, I haven't seen any punishment mm -hmm. or anything against Jamaica so far. I hope I'm wrong, but you know, I can see that what's going to happen. And in fact, it was Uganda who then has recently just been up in uh, the UK on a Northern tour. They turned up with insufficient numbers. So those teams couldn't be, um, the tests against, I think, was it Ireland and England, weren't, couldn't be registered as, as or recognised mm. as proper tests. Mm. And that's the sort of thing that is going to happen if we let countries get away, well, we, she says. But, mm. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really disheartens me because netball is trying so hard to be professional and look as though it's on top of its game. And then stuff like this happens and you wonder why you can't attract sponsorship and you wonder why people think you're a bit, you know, huckery. Yeah. 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 Well, huckery's a more <laughs> bad word. But. No, I, yeah, I know what you're saying. And, yeah, and I, off that, it's, it's actually very disappointing to not have Malawi play anyway mm. because they are so entertaining. You know, we saw them in Birmingham. They're dancing, they're having yeah. fun, they work the crowd. And they're always one of the stars of Fast Five. Um, not necessarily because of their performances on court, but they're just entertaining. They're fun to watch. They really play into the spirit of the game and, you know, a little bit of gamesmanship as well, which is fine. Um, we talked about them with the use it rule. Um, but it's a shame that, you know, the, the, the fans and the crowd in Christchurch aren't going to get to see their personalities out on court. Well, and it's the fans that I'm feeling sorry for who, you know, shelled out hard-won money for those tests in Hamilton yeah. that, that never happened. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. It's a good point that you bring up. And um, the reality, of, we know, you know, the times of COVID and things like that has affected, you know, even Nepal, New Zealand. And I mean, look at Nepal, Australia and, and, you know, their money affects. But you're right. When do we say, OK, but this is the line and we have to draw it because for our sport to move forward, we all have to keep to, you know, a certain standard, whether you are at the top of the money chain or not. Right. Like. 
for in order for our sport to move forward. In saying that, they are here. I saw Jamaica had a, um, a poor fitty at the airport uh, welcoming them in, so that's something we won't have to worry about no, so far. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so far, they are here. And um, named on that list, Ramalda Aiken-George, who of course was here for that Jamaica test, didn't take to the court. So are we thinking that she's going to take the court this time around? I oh, hope so. Yeah. She better. Otherwise, why is she here? Yeah. <laughs> People angry again. Um, well, she'd virtually just given birth I know. last time. Well, she looked she? amazing. She, she did, did look amazing. Right. She yes. definitely taken the court. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that'd be great to see Jamaica again, another side. A few names that, you know, you recognise, and, and Ramelda obviously leading the way there. Um, yeah, it'd be great to see her back out on court and see what she can do. I'm not, I haven't seen much of her long-range shooting, but that's OK. It's not mm. the end of the world. She'll give it a go. I've seen her take a couple of super shots, actually. Yeah, well, I think yeah. during a couple the of the other shooters who are coming too, Giselle, I always have trouble with that name, Giselle, Giselle Allison. Allison. I'll just call her that. Allison. I can't wait for it in commentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she and Amanda Pinkney, who I think is still one of the ones who's actually still based in Jamaica, and I think has made it clear that she would actually quite like... I mean, I think she wants as much profile as possible and good honour because she, she wants a contract. Mm. And you can see how these players' minds work. You know, you want to come to these competitions so you can be seen and picked up by either those in Australia uh, or, or the UK, um, or, you know, to a lesser degree in New Zealand because we have a much tighter, tighter rule. And then, of course, there's South Africa. But the South Africans have always been, I think they've always come, but they've always been a more solid, um, and when I mean solid, just middle of the road team, yeah. haven't, mm. haven't pulled out any surprises. And of course then there's the three men's team. Yeah, yes, that's no. true too actually, that's men's. a great reminder um, that our men's teams will be involved in that as well. And when I think of men playing fast five, I just think of the glory that I see when playing inside netball and what the <laughs> men bring to the table when playing indoor netball. Indoor netball whanau is six aside if you don't know. Nets all around, the game never stops. Um, and you can shoot from outside the And circle. you can shoot from outside the circle and score two points as opposed to one inside the circle. Um, so I think this game would be, you know, fit them very, very well. And it's so cool to see that they're, it's, it's not the mixed, it's not the this, it's men's netball. Yep, I like that too, I must admit. And I, I see the other night, I think England played um, Australia mm. men's in their first, and big win to Australia. But, you know, that's all right. I, I, did, I did like the name of the English team, the English Thorns. Oh, is it? <laughs> that's great. That's Very yeah, creative. That's yes. <laughs> well, Fano, that's not only us for this week, but that is us for 2022. So thank you so much for tuning in both here and on our digital platforms. We've had some great viewing numbers and some great feedback from you all too. So to end the year, please sit back, relax, enjoy the Fast Five Carnival that it will be live from Christchurch. Of course, our top six world nations will be on display for your enjoyment or the action as always live on Sky Sport. Stay safe over the Christmas holidays and we'll see you in 2023. Hey, ko mai.